Jeff's, Jeff's Wonderland. And welcome to the Wonderland, folks. I'm Jeff Healy, and this is what began as something which seemed like a good idea in terms of an outlet for my thoughts and theories and observations and opinions on the world and life and what it means to be living it, but quickly turned into a seemingly endless stream of complete nonsense with a bit of music chucked in. Fortunately, or unfortunately, as the case may be, the ideas and thoughts keep coming, and for reasons which I personally cannot fathom, you all keep listening. And so our weekly descent into madness seems likely to continue into the foreseeable future. Sorry about that. Seriously though, after a year of shows, it's really great to have listeners now from all around the world, especially as Podcasters Monthly Gazette recently referred to The Wonderland as the only place in the podcasting universe where you can end up actually knowing a lot less at the end of an episode than you did when you started listening. Well, needless to say, I'm very happy with that, and personally, I think it's a large part of the show's appeal. Speaking of appeal, I want to talk today about appeal, as in a fruit peel. Yeah, but you didn't see that one coming, did you? Neither did I. Anyway, it would be irresponsible of me to expand on that subject any further without doing so in the appropriate comfort and convenience of everyone's favourite regular Wonderland forum. And of course, that's Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory Time. And welcome to Theory Time which, as promised, will be dealing today with the subject of fruit peel, which, if you ask me, doesn't get talked about anywhere nearly as often as it deserves. So anyway, here's my issue, my bone of contention, my item of complaint, if you will. Traditionally, fruit peel is something that you throw away, having removed it from the aforementioned piece of fruit with the intention of eating the piece of fruit. Now, I know that lime and lemon and even orange peel are occasionally used for additional zesty flavouring in some main course type dishes, and that's fine if you like that sort of thing, which occasionally I do. But my problem, ladies and gentlemen, concerns the subject of fruitcake. Ever since I was a small child, I have been largely disappointed by fruitcake. You might remember, on a previous episode, I talked about my distaste for certain sweets when they're posing as something healthy, when they are clearly not, and never ever should be. But this is different, because you see, cake is not what I would call a lolly. And so it gets a pass in being able to include all sorts of things, such as cheese, nuts, fruit, and even meat or fish, depending on what type of cake we're actually talking about. So. It is a pretty versatile comestible, really, isn't it? Although there are limits. For example, nobody has yet successfully managed to combine smoked salmon with chocolate in a cake, as far as I know, and I sincerely hope they never will. But back to fruitcake. And here's my problem. Every single fruitcake I have ever had has contained bits of fruit that have, quite frankly, not tasted particularly good. And these were quite often, actually bits of fruit peel. 
which had been deliberately inserted into the mixture by the creator in a misguided attempt to enhance the finished product. Look, I'm sorry, but there's a reason that we call this fruit peel, because it's supposed to be peeled from the fruit, as in taken off and either thrown away or perhaps cunningly grated down to be used at a later date in a Thai green chicken curry or something similar, which is perfectly acceptable. But otherwise, look, fruit peel should be off limits and don't even get me started on marmalade. I suppose what I'm railing against here is the inclusion of things which are not fruits, but merely fruit waste. Therefore, every piece of fruitcake I have ever eaten should have been called a fruit waste cake. And not a very appetising name, I will admit. But at least it's honest. Now, if you've been following this show for a while, you'll know that I often see complaints as potential opportunities. And I think this is the perfect time for the birth of what I'm going to call, what I'm going to imaginatively dub, the real fruitcake. That is, a cake which contains only, and I do mean only, the flesh of actual fruit. And there are a lot of fruits which can successfully be used in baking in this way. Okay? And while you're at it, do not even think about sneaking things like glacé cherries or bits of prunes or raisins or sultanas into the cake mixture. And that, ladies and gentlemen, raises another issue. We here on the Wonderland are strongly opposed to injustice and cruelty in all its forms, not only to animals and our fellow humans, but also to fruit. And if you think this horrific business is not happening right under your nose. Ask yourself this question. What else is a prune or a raisin or a sultana other than an innocent and defenceless plum or grape which, through no fault of its own, has been deliberately tortured and disfigured for profit? And so here's what I'm saying. Let fruit be real fruit. And let fruitcake be real fruitcake, and let's have equality and justice and validation for all. Except for vegetables. They deserve what they get. This is what I know. Theory Time. Yes, that was today's tasty and not completely unhealthy episode of Theory Time. Now, for those of you new to the Wonderland, I am, by trade, a musician and singer-songwriter. These days I'm playing piano bars, mostly in Europe, although I am originally from Australia, as you might be able to tell from the accent. And it was in one of these bars that I met our next Wonderland-approved artist. He's from Bergen, in Norway, and his name is Helga Nieheim. Now, Helga is a drummer by trade, and we've played together a few times, and he's a bloody good drummer, but he's also a good singer and a good songwriter, and a while back, he wrote and recorded this song, and I think it's a cracker. So we're going to hear some of it right now. Here it is, and it's called Heart on the Sleeve. I'll be holding my hand out, baby. I'm telling you, I don't we maybe try.
There you have it. Tart on the Sleeve from Helga Neheim of Norway. And you can check out the rest of that song on any of the major streaming services along with the rest of Helga's current releases. Now, you might have heard me say, I think probably more than once, that I'm not a very patient person. But I'm quite good at hiding that most of the time. I was reminded again of this yesterday when I was attempting to record an electric guitar solo for a new song I'm working on. And I realised once again that there is a bit more to certain things than meets the eye. Or in this particular case, the ears. And that realisation brings us to our second regular segment of the show. Yes, it's time for another ride down Rumination Road on Jeff's Thought of the Day. And welcome once again to Thought of the Day. So today there are four words on my mind. Those words are time, effort, patience and style. And it seems to me that the first three equal the last one. Also, Pink Floyd's David Gilmour has a lot more in common with KFC than you might think. Anyway, like a lot of people, I have always loved music, of pretty much all kinds. And over the years, I've developed, I guess, a sense of what music appeals to me and what doesn't. And now that I've started learning the electric guitar, I find myself listening differently to other guitarists in an effort to work out what makes them so successful and loved and why some of them really appeal to me at a very subconscious level. Now, there's lots of guitarists whose playing I really enjoy, but three in particular come to mind when I think of my personal favourites. Now, this is only my opinion, okay? I'm not saying that these three guys are better than everyone else, but I am saying that each of them has a distinct individual technique and sound which has made their work so recognisable and popular. They are David Gilmore, Mark Knopfler and Eric Clapton. Now, like many musicians, all three of these guys is self-taught. Each of them has been playing quite brilliantly ever since they were quite young. Each of them has developed a less-is-more way of playing, a certain feel and a sound which they can truly call their own. A signature, if you like. So anyway, yesterday I was in the process of working on this new song and I managed to come up with a rhythm and a bass line and some piano parts and then... Being the keen learner guitarist that I am, I decided that because my skills do seem to be improving since I began playing a few weeks ago, it should therefore be a cinch to come up with a really decent solo to slip into the song at, you know, some appropriate point. Well, I couldn't have been more wrong. It wasn't that I wasn't able to come up with a solo, but because I've become so obsessed with the mysterious beauty of other people's playing, I am now expecting that to come automatically from myself. Which brings me back to Clapton, Gilmore and Knopfler. Each of these guys has played so much guitar and spent so much time and effort mastering the instrument and just getting out there and doing it, you know, making mistakes along the way but refusing to give up, that they've subconsciously developed that most important element of all, their own style. Just like Colonel Sanders, right? His chicken became legendary because of his secret herbs and spices, and also because 
he would have worked bloody hard to get that fried chicken out there. And even though not everybody likes KFC, we all know what that is, right? So there's a lesson in this for all of us. I don't care how untalented you might think you are. The reality is that if there's something, anything, that you enjoy doing, I believe that with time, effort and patience, you can develop your own style at whatever that thing is and do it like nobody else can. And when you do, people who are much more easily amused than you might think will bloody well sit up and take notice. You know, there are always those who are moaning about having no talent at anything and, you know, they've never found their true vocation or their true passion, blah, 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 blah. Well, I say bollocks to that. Anyone with a pulse can develop their own style in pretty much any area. Cooking, music, fashion sense, taking out the garbage, going to the bathroom, doing the shopping, punishing the children. The possibilities are limited only by our imaginations. And maybe common sense too, and what's actually legal. But since when has that ever stopped anybody? So, get to work on whatever you like doing and create your own style and become the you that no one can forget, even if they want to. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And it is on that encouraging note that we wrap up Thought of the Day and today's podcast. Thanks very much for joining me, and don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't done so already. And that way, you'll be informed every time a new episode pops up, which it does every week. Now, if you'd like to get in touch with me, drop me a line at www.jeffhealy.com. And in any case, I will be back next Friday as we sift once again through the seemingly bottomless but half-full waste paper basket of wisdom on... The Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jesus Wonderland. Gotta come back to the Wonderland. Jeff's Wonderland. The Wonderland.